Welcome to Watch the Universe! Today's episode, Dragon Ball Super, Tournament of Power, Recruitment Arc. You know, this isn't half bad. Starting to get a little good. So we're now five sagas in, and I do want to apologize to you. We did watch, I think, like 30 episodes in a matter of two days. <sighs> it was hard on me, too. That yeah. was my second watch. Yeah, me brain dumb. But it's my favorite saga. The What we just watched? I think so. I know I fooled you to watching this this far, and I hyped up the Torment of Power arc, but I fooled you. Torment Power arc is all over the place. It's great, and it's shit at the same time. But this arc right here... I think it has the most good episodes in a row that hype me the fuck up for the Torment of Power. The episode we're doing today is the uh, Zeno Expo arc, people call it. Yes. And what this is, is the precursor to the Torment of Power. Right. So, like, because right after, because the events, uh, after the events of uh, Goku Black, um, there are two Grand Zenos now. So there's two Grand Zenos and uh, that's and now the Grand Zeno is explaining to future Grand Zeno the appeal of martial arts because he had just seen um, he had just seen the Universe Six against Universe Seven tournament and that's when like you know Grand Zeno of the present was like this shit's awesome future Zeno you're gonna love this and he's like ah, that didn't exist in my time yeah after watching Hit versus Goku right Zeno is now obsessed with watching these martial arts tournaments right that Goku put in his head yeah. So in a way, this kind of sets up. Well, Goku's been like whispering in his ear, like, "Hey, buddy, you know, like, we should do this. It's gonna be great." Yes. So let's get to this exhibition bout. Sure thing. It, it was obviously because you know Goku's the guy, and he's excited to fight all the time, and obviously he's the main character that we're looking at. It's go. It's T- Universe Seven, and uh, they. I guess, I don't know. I don't. Did they ever say get three people? <laughs> they were just like, let's get a couple people. I really don't remember why it's just a three-on-three, three, other than it's just a quick impromptu. Right. They just want to see people fight. Yeah. And at this point, like you would you would assume it's Goku and Vegeta because like they've been pushing Vegeta. You know what? What episode are we on? Like it's seventies. Like Vegeta has been like one of the main characters for seventy episodes, but then like he gets relegated in the back because Bulma's pregnant. And he wants to be there for the birth of his second child. Oh, right. And this is like a huge like maturity step for Vegeta that right. for once he doesn't care about training. He's actually worried about his wife who's about to give birth. Yes. Yeah. He's like all of a sudden like a doting like um, like dad to be. Oh, well, he's already a dad, but I guess whatever. And uh, yeah, so he's like, I'm not going to the tournament, you know, just whatever. So Goku has to he's like, and he even says like, why don't you get like Gohan or whatever? Yeah. So as much as we should on Vegeta and Super... Vegeta goes through, like, the most maturity out of any character. Yeah. And character development out of any character in Dragon Ball Super. He actually cares about his kids, while Goku has created a battle royal for the end of the universe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty par for their characters. In parody. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I guess because Vegeta's not available, yeah, Goku has to get other people to join. Mm-hmm. And he tells Gohan. Yeah. The thing is, though, Goku doesn't want to tell everybody that if they lose this tournament, this battle royal, that everything will be erased from existence. Yeah, he does, I guess. Like, I guess at face value, it's he doesn't want them to 
panic, but he still wants to have his fun and uh, win. I, I don't. I guess they don't. He doesn't want to be judged. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Well, they never they never explicitly say like he maybe he felt guilty like that it's his fault, but no, it, it was literally he just didn't want to like cause yeah. any drama. But in a weird way, Goku's kind of manipulating everybody. Yeah, he's like a weird tournament. evil manipulator, like sociopathic manipulator. Yeah, I had a a friend actually, Brendan, who's yes. been on this podcast. He when we were watching this together, the the Japanese version, mm-hmm. he mentioned that Goku's kind of evolved since everyone's like a god now, and we always like the the. Uh, the parallel, p- paralleling, uh, paralleling it always to like the Greek gods, right? That Goku at this point has almost become like a god of mischief that you love, but yeah. he can't help himself. Well, like Greek gods and Roman, uh, Greek gods and um, Norse gods, they weren't of more. You know, not most of them didn't have like a strong morality. They yeah. literally did what they whatever they wanted to do, and then mortals just kind of suffered for it. Yeah, they didn't think about consequences. Right. And that's exactly what Goku is at this point. I guess. Which yeah. is which is a far cry from And the thing is he's not a bad he guy, is. he's just an idiot. Yeah, but he also cared about the light like like people living. <laughs> and he used to at least. Yeah, no, well, ever since from Dragon Ball and Dragon through Dragon Ball Z every episode, it was always about like, you know, about protecting his family and the world. Yeah. And that's gone now. <laughs> I mean, he, he he cares about protecting it, but he's more interested in the fun he'll have. Yeah. Do you remember why he confronts Gohan first out of everybody? It's because Vegeta's busy? Vegeta recommended him. Okay. So Vegeta recommends Gohan because he's not, yeah, he's not available for this exhibition. From the perspective of Goku and I guess to the to the audience at large, Vegeta is the second strongest in this universe outside of the deities, right? Like it's it's... Outside of Beerus and Whis, it's Goku and then Vegeta. I would say at this point, Goku and Vegeta are equals, but Goku has the Kaoken. Right. So he has a means of, he has a trump card that Vegeta doesn't have. Yeah. And he also has other techniques, like this, like the spirit bomb and stuff. Does that matter anymore? <laughs> All right. I, I'm not going to say nothing. Uh, okay. All right. I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's not forgotten. Uh, okay. And he also has Super Saiyan 3 if he needs to tap into that well, I suppose. That being said, so th- th- it's those two. Those are the only comparable ones. And then the third strongest, maybe it's Majin Buu, I guess from Goku's point of view and, and the audience who has been watching up to th- until this point. So, yeah, I guess to make this simple, Goku can't have Vegeta, so he goes to the two next strongest, which I guess are Gohan and Majin Buu. Fat no, Buu. Gohan stopped training, and he hasn't done anything for a while, and he got his ass whooped. The thing is, Gohan has this remarkable thing in Dragon Ball Super where he admits he doesn't train, he admits he's weaker, but then if Goku ever asks him, Gohan will go, I'm the strongest I've ever been. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I guess because you have to be now. That are direct, those are direct quotes that he said, I think, once or twice, yeah. yeah. So let's let's just jump into the action. Let's jump into sure. the fun part. So we have a triple tag team. We got Goku, Fat Boo, Gohan. And Gohan is the only one that knows that like the world could potentially die. I guess the universe could die. I guess now that we're saying like I hated Goku Black. I was honestly done when I was watching it. I fucking yes. hated it. Yeah, I was done in the middle of it. And then when I heard Gohan was coming back, I came back and there's another reason why I came back. Didn't you notice like all the art? was way different the actual like the characters look like the characters they were like on model yeah all of a sudden gohan had muscles again <laughs> yeah and specifically mr satan is now yeah. a big herculean man like he like he was in dragon ball z yeah and that's the thing like i don't mind them doing like cheap animation 
but make them big. Wh- yeah. Why are you being cheap animation and making them noodly? Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. Especially me. Satan. Like that's his whole point is that he's a big, dumb, gruff guy. Yeah. And and why he's so skinny in the beginning, and they don't bother to just draw his shoulders wide. I I don't honest. I don't get it. <laughs> like why? I don't I don't see that happen in any other cartoon. Uh, I've seen like just uh, uh, I've seen odd recharacter designs and stuff in, in in some major stuff like One Piece and Naruto. Okay. Where like they don't like clearly whoever's doing the second the, this this episode whatever animation studio that they're I guess like tapping to do this episode clearly has different character models and mm. and they have different uh, sizes and scales. But not. But even then, like it was almost like Skinny Satan was a different character. Yeah. Also, the cartoons, like I mean, also Dragon Ball Super, all the way up to this part. If whenever they had cheap animation, when the cart, when the when the characters stood sideways and they had their side profile, mm. they looked like cardboard cutouts. Mm. That's how awful they look. Like there's no depth to them. Meaning like there's no like, I can't even believe for a second these people are real. Right. And that's all I want from anime. You you watch anime because it's supposed to be superior cartoon storytelling. Yes. And they're cheaping out on like one of the biggest franchises. It's atrocious, but not anymore. In this arc, Man. everyone's drawn cool. Everyone's big. Everyone's yes. buff. When people power up, the, the the force field looks cool. Even it's back. In, it's like the. It's looking it's like, like they, Z. It, right. It's like they got people from Z to come back <laughs> and and teach these like new guys who don't get it. Yeah. So. But it wouldn't be Dragon Ball Super if I were being a little stupid and lame. Okay. So, Fat Boo, Goku, and Gohan have to fight from a different universe. Three wolf men. <laughs> All of them are wolf men. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like one. Like I think the last guy is definitely a wolf guy, and then the first two were like a fox and maybe like a coyote or something. I thought they were brothers, though. I think they're all wolf people. I mean, who cares? <laughs> Ultimately, they're canine people. Yes. Wolf people. Sure. All right. They're all wolf people. The wolves. Yeah. So there were three wolf brothers. Yes. And that's Gohan's return fight, which regardless, I was so excited for because Gohan hasn't fought seriously without just being a job or getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Since Super Boo. Right. The big Mystic Gohan reveal. And in this one, he's lost the power to turn into Mystic Gohan. He can only turn Super Saiyan at this point. Mm-hmm. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start with the first exhibition fight which it's is one on one and the other yes. universes are watching so the first fight um i guess mr satan makes it uh, he like convinced because he's he's there he's the only other person i think that knows the stakes and he kind of like he's he's i look at him as like he's the manager of fat boo right because fat boo is basically a child and he doesn't really like know what's going on other than mr satan's his buddy and mr satan tells him that's you know to play with that his opponent, yeah, and not like toy with his opponent like a fighter, like literally like telling a child to go play with him, and you know he's he he's he's just the mind of a child. So he gets there, and and then it's the, the first match is, uh, I guess the youngest brother, the youngest wolf brother, and Majin Buu. Yeah, and and at this point, personally for me, feel free to disagree. Yeah, uh, there were only two fights in the Super Series. That I actually like thought were okay. This looks pretty cool. That was hit, hit versus Goku. Yeah, and at times Goku Black Arc had some cool action. And yeah. now we're seventy episodes in, <laughs> and now it starts getting good. Uh, all right, yeah. So we have Fat Boo versus First Wolf Guy called Basil. Yep, and he uh, and it's it's cool action. 
he he's a kicker. He fights with his feet and he crosses his arms. Yeah, and he shoots beams with his legs too. Yes, but it's all cool. It's coming from different angles. He's kicking the shit out of Boo. He beats the fuck out of Boo. Yeah, but Boo no sells, and he gets up and well, he does his Boo voice. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but what's great about for the for the viewpoint of uh, uh, the fans, especially people who in the know, we like w- like it, it, it's what, what we know and what Boo like you know what what the Universe Seven know, people know and what the universe that they're fighting don't know. The Wolf guys, they don't know that he's like an indestructible being. Yes. So like yeah, why would it affect him? And it doesn't. And we know that. And yeah, it's great. He got his ass beat for like five minutes straight, kept getting up, and he was so Laughing. happy. Like He's a little like, kid. This is fun. You're fun. Let me play with you. And then he like fights back. So like their fight uh, eventually culminates with um, some debris hitting Mr. Satan, which gets uh, oh, right. which, which gets Majin Buu upset. And then he like wins, basically. Because uh, Satan's trying to act like he's not hurt. But he's clearly hurt, and Boo is pissed the fuck off. Yeah, he blames it on the on the wolf gun Basil. And what is he? He just blasts him out of the ring with a beam. Something, yeah. Yeah, he just powers him out. Yeah, just beats him. And then so Boo is declared the winner of the first exhibition bout. Boom! Awesome. Yes. Next up, what I came back for: Gohan's return since Super Boo. It's been it's seventy episodes, and Gohan's having his first fight. And one thing I'll give Super that GT didn't have. Gohan doesn't really fight in GT. He puts on his Goku suit every once in a while in GT and gets his ass kicked. In this one, he's actually wants I mean, to that's be a what fighter. He's, again. That's what he's been doing in Super up until this point. <laughs> and actually, we forgot to mention that when Goku asked Gohan to enter, Gohan's like, no, man, I'm a dad now. I can't be doing this. Yeah, I'm a scholar and all that. Yeah. And then Goku's like, uh, well, uh, don't tell nobody, but the universe is at stake. If we lose, everything gets erased. So Gohan's like, oh. Well, now I got to join because I love my family. Yeah. Awesome little storyline for Gohan to, to return. Yeah, it makes doing sense. doing it for his family. He's yeah. a kid. Yeah. So so now Gohan's up to fight his wolf guy. Mm-hmm. Lavender. Lavender. Yes. And this wolf guy has got tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. So in a weird way, it's almost like you shouldn't like this Gohan fight to be his return fight. I liked it, though, because it was like it's a different story. He had to overcome poison. Yeah, like it was. I I didn't see it coming. Like when they were, like they they started fighting and whatever, and they started they, they started throwing fisticuffs and feetsicuffs. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> okay, and then uh, and then like like in pro wrestling, the wolf just uh, a, a purple mist came out of his mouth. Yes, into Gohan's face, and it was poison mist. Yeah, it was literally poison mist, and it could blind you. Okay, and but that's what it, that's what it does, right? It's it's supposed to blind. Yeah. But the thing about the poison mist in, in Dragon Ball Super, poison is a very not Dragon Ball Z thing. Yes. It's only about power versus power. Mm-hmm. Who's faster? Uh, who's got the bigger blast? And it's very rare when someone who's weaker will use poison. I guess Frost used it earlier, but in a way lamer way. But in here, yeah, he spits the poison mist at Gohan. Gohan's now blind. Which, by the way, so like when Frost used it, it was illegal in the tournament. But as this is an exhibition, even though Universe 7 was like, hey, that's fucking illegal... They're like we haven't established rules for this, and even and they let it. Uh, the grand minister even let it slide. Like, yeah, this is just an exhibition, so there are no ring out rules. Yeah, it's just no, knockout, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just whoever loses. Yeah, yeah. So, so Gohan gets poisoned, and specifically in his eyes, he can't see. So, how's Gohan gonna win without seeing? Yeah. Well, clearly he's an 
expert martial artist. And he's really smart. Yes. He's a scholar. Yes. They, they never really show how he's smart or nope. what he's smart in. No. Nope. He just kind of wears... He's a big goofball who wears glasses. That's why he's smart. The only thing, the only like credible thing in storytelling that gives him that he's smart is that he's like a professor in a school. Is he? I think so. That's the thing. I don't even remember that. But yeah, I, I believe you. I I just look at it because he he's got glasses. He's smart. Yeah. That's well, the, I know he either he works in a college. He's not attending. I don't know. If, I don't think he's attending classes either. I think he he had mentioned something about he gets in trouble. Later on in his little like uh, Sandman arc, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish Toriyama would tell us what Gohan's doing, but I guess it doesn't right. matter because right now he's blind and he just has to use his instincts and sense where where the Wolf Man is coming from. Well, he well, well a, a clever usage that we like. Okay, one thing I I didn't like, I still don't like about uh, Dragon Ball Super, and I, I guess storytelling in general is just um, when you just make up stuff that. That that you didn't plant any seeds for mm-hmm. prior, but uh, this one was kind of I don't know why, but it it it, it was palatable I guess um, because it didn't okay so like the the duex mocking of why Gohan was able to like at least turn the tables or equal put to be be on equal footing is that he he powered up and he used his power to bounce like you know to, to oh right to to, to he, he would uh, the power would like bounce back toward him like a like a power sonar yeah like a bat right and and that's how he was able to block and and say like sense when he when the guy was coming but i like it because yeah it is very supernatural martial artsy right like like i, it, I think the guy threw go- a punch and like gone didn't dodge until like it touched his hair slightly yeah and then he did a, a counter right right so at i think but but once again that's great like uh just that's just great storytelling that's showing the audience that he's like learning how to use this, you know, fight blind. Also, Gohan's been around, so he right. can pull this off. Yeah. Um. Once again, th- this um, I, I guess it's not necessarily contrivance, but it is because they just invented this style that no one's ever done before prior to like any Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super. It, but what you said, it, it it goes with the themes of it. Dragon Ball Super just has some like they just made up rules for things. Like let's put it this way: if I compare that to that rule is simple, it doesn't really go against anything. You know, it's fine. It, it's a cool way to 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 creatively beat you know overcome this obstacle. Whereas, all of a sudden, there's a rule that you get nine righteous Saiyans together and you make a, a, a Super Saiyan God. Like yeah. that's just bad. That's just bad. That's unnecessary. That's just bad, and you don't feel like you earned it. This one, you feel like he earned it. Like he he had to think outside the box to beat this guy. What a creative use of what he already has. Because everyone powers up, and clearly you see it's physically having effect on things. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's cool. Like I get that, and and also once again, sensing energies and stuff. All it 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 it, it takes it, it's it's actually like they did some paying attention. Yeah. And then also, like after he gets blinded and I guess kind of turns the tables on well, the on lavender. Also, because poison's like yeah, like like slowly eking out. It's not just that he's blind; it's like getting into the system. He well, kind of mentions. I was I was gonna say that the wolf guy then puts he blows the poison on his fist. I know. So now he's got poisonous <laughs> fists. Yeah. And he's punching Gohan. So now not only is he blind, yes, he's being like it's spreading through his skin. Yes. Where he's just slowly being poisoned and it's hurting him. Just being weaker. So Gohan gets just pissed and goes, I'm going to go Super Saiyan. He goes Super Saiyan. Blam! And then pretty much destroys the wolf guy and has the wolf guy beat. But uh, turning Super Saiyan has caused the poison to rush through his blood much faster. Yes. So out of nowhere, he gets like a bad stomach. He's like, oh! 
That doesn't feel good. You know what? That that might like correct me if I'm wrong, but that might be a callback. I mean, not intentionally, but at least the 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 concept of going Super Saiyan makes you know like exacerbates any negative like uh things in your body. Like, it wasn't like when when go when Goku had that heart disease when he was fighting the uh the androids when he went super that made the disease worse, right? So, you know, it's not like they're just inventing stuff. It, it, like this one, it, it's almost like they they got a consultant that actually watched well, s- like Z. Well, that is the weird part about the rest of Super is that there is a lot of like someone's paying attention back there. Yeah, I mean, clearly he's taking bathroom breaks. We'll get to that later in this episode, but mm. yeah, it's not perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so he turns Super Saiyan, but then he has to go back to base form because the poison is now rushed. He, it's it's overcoming him, and he's essentially lost. Gohan's gonna lose this fight. Mm-hmm. Was it a draw or? So here's how it ends. Yeah, yeah. He he went Super Saiyan first and it, and it rushed everything. Yep. And if I remember right, he it's like he does the most Dragon Ball Z thing ever. It's like, all right, Super Saiyan makes me weaker. It makes the poison rush through my body. I'm getting my ass beat now. I'm back to base form. I'm, I'm about to pass out. What do I have to do? Gohan's like, I'm going to turn level two. <laughs> yeah. And he just like overcomes the poison. And then I think he he grabs the guy. And does kind of like uh they both do a double takedown to each other where they uh-huh. both, they both become a missile and just and Gohan just aims for it. So there's a giant crater, and Gohan is the only one to actually get up. Both are knocked out, but Gohan gets up and he's like, "I win," but then he passes out right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And the referee goes, "Double KO. It's a draw. Nobody wins." Oh yeah, I, re- I do remember that he technically won, but like they ruled it as a double KO. So Universe Seven now is up. Still one nothing. It's a draw, but Boo has a win. Yes. So now it's up to Goku. Yeah, to fight the strongest uh, wolf brother. Yeah, but there is a touching moment after Gohan loses where Goku takes Gohan in his arms and he's all poisoned and purple. Gohan's like, yo, I'm sorry, Dad. And Dad's like, nah, it's okay, bro. You're fighting again. <laughs> and everyone's happy. Gohan's back, bro. I'm so I, I'm glad I came back. All right, he wasn't back back for me yet at this point. It was a dumb poison wolf fight, but he got sensu bean and uh, uh, and then like the, the poison was fine. Yes. Now, the main event, which is Goku versus Third Wolf Guy. I forgot his name. Same here. Something uh, the Crusher was his moniker, but his nickname uh, was the Crusher, the Destroyer, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, but he's you know the 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 oldest brother of the wolves. Also, like they they all have like pants of like the night like they all have suspenders and like weird they had pants. weird designs he had like belts yeah. a whole belt over his bicep all right character you, you want to draw other things that's cool yeah you know it, it is what it is but his power is this see goku's an idiot so this wolf guy's like goku i want you to hit me as hard as you can in the tummy well right before the fight the wolf guy he he like makes this big show about like you know goku's the reason why everything's you know like he makes goku the bad guy and he makes a deal with grand zeno like if i beat goku then nobody dies oh and actually yeah the wolf guy's actually the guy that starts the whole like all the universes hate goku right he and to be honest he's right no he is 100 percent right he's like uh, the, the 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 good guy in all this and goku should lose like just let himself lose yeah but then an angel throws out a warning like but nobody do any shenanigans and goku's right like, oh good now i can fight one of the angels was like no uh purposely losing goku you know even though grand zeno agreed that if if the wolf guy wins no universe will die um but goku's like i wasn't gonna lose anyway i was gonna 
fight full strength. That's all. I always do that. Oh boy. So it was like really like even though they gave like you know they gave like they put him in a situation where like wow he's gonna be an asshole if he doesn't at least attempt to lose, and then like they gave him a way out like right like hey Goku you're ha- you have to fight full force and he could be be like well like you know like I care about the you know like I, I don't want to risk anything so I'll fight full force. But he straight up was like, nope, I was going to do it anyway because I'm an asshole. Yeah, so they gave him an out to not be an asshole, and he had to be loud and be like, nah, I'm still an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I love Goku. So, so Goku fights la- his oldest brother, Wolf. Yeah, and his power is... Uh, he, he can he absorb like, hits yeah, physical, and grow physical physically bigger. And energy, and yeah, he gets physically bigger and I guess stronger too. So of course Goku's easily fooled into hitting him because Goku can't help him, so he's got to hit the guy. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not like one or two times. So essentially just Several times. the fight is pretty simple. Wolf guy just gets really big and Goku still wins. Uh how did he win again? Well, he 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 let he kept beating him and then he got kept getting bigger, but then like he Goku said, "Well, now that you're like how big do you, are you going to get like now that you're you're big, the bigger you get, the more blind side, the more like blind spots you have that like a smaller point. Essentially, it was like the Vegito candy ball. Like he was just too small for him to handle. Yes, and and then he 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 kicked him in the back of the knee. <laughs> yeah, buckled him. He buckled the wolf guy, and yeah. then then he oh then he ends with like doesn't he go blue and does a Kamehameha? Yeah, and just over about and right. then. It doesn't matter. He beat him. It does. Yeah. It honestly it doesn't matter. It didn't matter because he just beats that wolf guy. They win. The exposition is done. It's done. But no, it isn't because out of nowhere. Well, first off, I th- I forget I forget where, but there was a moment where one of the a beam like a stray beam gets uh, thrown to the audience, and some cloaked guy catches it, even though it's like a powerful beam. He catches it and uh, just like destroys it. It's like, like nothing. nothing. So there's some strong guy, mystery strong guy in the right. audience. Yeah, and that same guy at the end, after at the end, right in the closing moments of the expo, takes off his. He jumps down and takes off his cloak and asks and demands uh, uh, the Grand Zone if he could have a match with Goku. And and he's a a skinny legged, giant barrel chested, giant handed, robotnik goblin man. <laughs> I didn't catch the Robotnik thing. Yeah, I was thinking very much like he looked like a dwarf. Um, but, but giant. Yeah, 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 he's a big dude. His and name is uh, Top. Top. And he challenges Goku. Right. And this guy is from the strongest universe who's going to be in the Battle Royal. Yeah, Universe 11 or something like that? I forget. But yeah, no, he's uh, he poses, he dabs. So Top is from the Pride Troopers, who's essentially Justice Ginyu Force. He's the leader. He's the leader. Not the strongest. But he's the leader. Yeah, we find out he's not the strongest. There's somebody stronger than him, but he's the leader of the group. And he challenges Goku. And Goku's like, yeah, sure. Hell yeah. And Grand Zeno's like, yeah, why not? Exactly. And so they go at it, and he's, he doesn't do a bad job. Yeah, he does good. He fights on par with Goku. Uh, he even gets Goku in a bear hug. And Goku's like, what the hell is this? Like, he doesn't know yeah. what a bear hug is. <laughs> yeah. And then he has a flashback to somebody else doing a bear hug. And he's like, oh, he learned it from that guy. Because Goku's just retarded. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we did it later on. Right. So it ends in like a stalemate because they just stopped the fight. But clearly, yeah. here's a powerful being from another universe. Yeah, he was thinking on uh, Super Saiyan Blue. And I think if I think he uh, he, he used Kao Ken for a bit with his uh, Kamehameha. Yeah. So he took his strong, uh, Goku's strongest attack. And wasn't knocked out. Right. He got he beat hurt. up. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't knocked out. So they, they ended there, and that's where we're at. 
that that's the end of the Xeno Expo. Right. And they said that the exposition, while the exposition didn't have any rules because it's an exposition, that they were going to go over the concrete rules of the tournament of power. Okay. And that's when they say that it's going to be it's going to be 10 fighters per universe that's participating and they were like, "All right, is it going to be enough time to whatever blah blah blah?" And they were like uh, the, and, and the tournament's going to be like 40 minutes long or something. And they're like, is that going to be enough time? Like, that's a long time for every match. And they're like, oh, no, there's only going to be one match. It's going to be every fighter at once. And that's when it was revealed. So, it was a so 80 royale. people in a ring hanging in the middle of infinity. <laughs> yeah, they, they, do, they have this uh, special dimension so that they won't, like, destroy. But that's 80 fighters. And, dude, when I first heard that there was going to be 10 people, because, you know, we've seen the, the five-man five hit fives. tournament. Yeah. And it's like they stuck Monaka in, some little yeah. nipple man. Yes. Um, he's in it. So I'm like, okay, they don't take any of the characters seriously. But when they said there's going to be 10 participants, mm-hmm. I'm like, are they going to bring back some of the old guys? So we're going to spend the rest of this episode discussing Goku creating this 10-man team. Yeah, he's essentially for re- his recruiting universe. them. Yes. Yeah. So right off the bat. You got 10 people to go through. So yep. automatically. First person. Obviously, Goku and Vegeta are in. Right. Well, Vegeta Vegeta wasn't at first. He's still like, I got a baby. Yeah. And he didn't know the stakes yet. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because Vegeta has nothing to do with the rest of this arc. Yes. He's just literally having a baby, and then he trains on the side. <laughs> but it's obvious that Vegeta's <laughs> so, going to be on. So Bulma, he was like, I'm not going to leave until this baby's born. And mm-hmm. the tournament, it's only two days from now. Yes. and so, That's true. They only have two days to prepare for this tournament. And so Whis just makes, just like uses God magic to or angel magic to make the baby born. So the, so the, the baby girl is just born like immediately, very like painlessly in, in Bulma's hands. She's already skinny. And she was like, oh, well, that was the best way to... Oh, good for Bulma. She didn't have to yeah. go through that. Yeah, so that was uh, Bulla, which we remember as Bra, which is how to pronounce... Uh, if you pronounce Bra in Japanese, it's Buddha. So Bulla sounds better than Bra and in America. she's adorable. She's got a bold head yeah. with a little pinpoint of, of... Yeah, she's got a little, <laughs> a little radish, radish head. She's just like Pan, she's an adorable little girl character. Yeah. So Goku and Vegeta are obviously on the team. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't have to go into them. But it's Goku's job to recruit everybody. Yeah. Well, let's start with the obvious. Okay. Since Gohan was a part of the expo and, and is aware that the universe might end, yeah, Gohan's in. But he has to get into fighting shape. But he has to get into fighting shape, so he's going to go. Gohan goes and actually recruits somebody who's going to be the guy that gets him into fighting shape, which is Piccolo. Yeah, makes sense. It's his, it's his uh, other father figure, uh, Uncle Piccolo, pretty much, and... He was the guy who trained him in the beginning, anyway. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about their episode, which... And you knew Piccolo's going to be in it. Piccolo's another very popular, cool character. Yeah. Who they just haven't done service. But they gave him... When was the last time Piccolo was cool? The fight with 17 in Cell? The fight with 17 was Cell. That's it, right? Yeah. That's it. It's way back. And we made it. That that was it. So, but they give Piccolo a huge role in... He has to whip... And also, when Gohan lands to tell Piccolo, who's just... Sitting in a wasteland like he always is. <laughs> yeah, classic Piccolo. Gohan's like, I'm here to recruit you for a... And, Go- and Piccolo's like, I already know why you're here. This day was coming. You want to fight again, don't you? And Gohan's like, yeah, we got to prepare for this tournament. Piccolo's like, he's in, but like, I got to whip you into shape because you're soft. Oh, shit. And it could have just been a simple Piccolo training Gohan. Yeah. But no, someone paid attention to Dragon Ball Z 
and listen, I'm I'm a big DBZ snob. I've watched DBZ over and over again. But there was something that Piccolo said that I disagreed with at first, and then I realized, oh no, who am I to say I'm right? Piccolo's, of course, right. Piccolo's <laughs> gonna be smarter than me about Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Piccolo, Piccolo tells Gohan that, listen, Gohan, you're cocky. Yeah, when I first heard that, I was like, really? Yeah, I'm like, Gohan's not cocky. That's not his thing. But he he reminds you. He goes against Cell. You got cocky. You kept beating him up after after you you had him beat. Yeah, and you got everybody too. in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, that's like the only time, really. And it's like, nope, against Super Boo, when you were Mystic Gohan, which he can't even turn Mystic anymore, but he reminds him, when you were Mystic Gohan and at your peak, you fucked up Super Boo, and you should have ended him, but you got cocky and just started beating him up just to torture him. And that left you open to, to get absorbed, and you lost because of your cockiness. So Gohan, yeah. you're too cocky. And I was like, oh. Okay, we got a storyline here. Yeah, we got some, like we we have obstacles for and and hurdles that he has to overcome. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, go other on. other than like he's just out of fighting shape too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So Piccolo is got a superpower up. The last I remember, Piccolo struggled to be even like a strong level one. Mm-hmm. He was never level two. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, he makes Gohan turn Super Saiyan and. I forget. Does he beat pick? Does yeah, he does. beat his ass. Yeah, he, he he like he chokes him out with his long arms. And not then, uh, yet. That's at the end. Okay. Because Piccolo, I think, yeah, Piccolo overwhelms Super Saiyan One Gohan. So then Gohan turns Super Saiyan Level Two, and that's where Piccolo kind of acknowledges, like, "All right, I might not be more powerful than you." And then he just swings his arms around and he chokes him out with his fucking Namekian jujitsu, <laughs> and he just strangles Level Two Gohan. Turns him back to base. It gets he him beats him. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, yeah. Like, like. there's other ways to win, Gohan, which wasn't Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like, you can never choke out somebody stronger than you, but that's how strong Piccolo is now. He's, yeah. he's got super grip. He could choke out Gohan. Once again, I, I you know, we, 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 we take that leap of uh, suspension of disbelief just, just as a contrivance because we want to see Piccolo back oh, to yeah. form. But also... I, Piccolo trains by meditation, so yeah, we always see him meditating. So sure, why not? Whatever, yeah. Whatever. This, the show's stupid anyway. Just give me strong Piccolo, cause cause yes, yeah. So Gohan then and and he rips off one of Piccolo's arms. Yeah, and has Piccolo beat. Yeah, and then Gohan's like, "I did it. I bested you, Piccolo. I've and, overcome my weakness." Yeah, and Gohan, and then Piccolo's like, "Yep, you sure did." And then Piccolo's loose arm that's floating in the air. Uh, his his uh yeah his his cut off arm that's floating in the air shoots a beam it just starts like floating on its own and shoots yeah. a beam at Gohan's head hurts him, him in the back yeah. Piccolo's like nope you still left yourself open so Piccolo yeah. still wins <laughs> I just forget if he was Mystic or not at that point I, I can't recall but at the end Gohan does unlock the, the, Mystic the, Gohan Mystic is hard to tell because there's no he has what white energy, which a lot of every character's base energy is white energy. What happens is he gets a Superman bang. Okay, that's what makes him mystic. Hair gets a little sharper and a little uh, slightly longer, if I'm not mistaken, too. Like it's a little bit longer than usual. And he announces it because yeah, his base form looks oh, pretty much the same. Yeah, but I think Piccolo defeats level two Gohan, and then Gohan pushes himself to Mystic. Okay, and Piccolo's like, yes, like this is the Gohan we need. That okay. ends that chapter. So Piccolo and Gohan are now. Two, oh, two more men on the team. Yep. And we still have Majin Buu, which... So that was a cool episode. Yeah. But really quick, before we get to Majin Buu, because, they, like, in the beginning, Goku was talking with someone about 
um, getting uh, Trunks and uh, Goten. Goten because yeah, they're they're strong. They're definitely in the top ten strongest uh, in 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 Super in the Dragon Ball universe at this point. Um, especially if we take into consideration that they can fuse to Gotenks, right? Gotenks is really strong too. But but the but but the reason why Goku says no is because now like this is a, a rule like there are rules now this isn't just a fighting it's not about who's the strongest because like there are ways where we can win that doesn't include being physically stronger yeah even though it's cold the torment of power it's not about power it's really about can you strategize, strategize. and throw people out of the ring yeah because it's yeah it's a war it's a it's a all-out brawl like. it's also a strict battle royal because they even question like what if i knock someone out in the ring and they're like then throw them out Throw his unconscious body out of the ring. That's yeah. the only way to eliminate somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Goten and Trunks can't go in because they're too unruly. They're not experienced. Mm-hmm. So, they might be, uh, you know, whatever. It's Dragon Ball stupid. So, so yeah. Go- Goku says Goku, no to them. Goku says no to them and says, like, in that case, like, you know, Krillin might have, might be more of a. Well, let's not jump to Krillin yet. That was the first I, one he thought. I, I have in a, I'm, we're not going by the order of the, the episodes. All right. Because I think it's confusing. Okay. So. So we have Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Gohan, and now he goes to find Boo. Who's super thin. Who has been working out. He's been taking this series because I think winning that fight in the expo excited him. Yeah, he got excited. And Satan was helping him train. And now, yeah, he is super fit. He's, He's like a the, more lean super Boo. His body was exactly the same as Majin Boo, the, the evil Boo. Not the gray one, but like the one that Mr. Gohan fought. He was leaner than him even. He was cut. He was like on a more of a diet. Mm. And he fought Goku's base form and beat Goku really quick. So Goku's like, yes, we have Majin Buu on the team and he's taking it serious. This motherfucker slept in the hit saga, but now he's back and he's, he's in shape. Yeah, he's, he's easily one of the top five, right? Like strongest in the universe at this With, point. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So he's on the team. And now we not, go to- Not to mention he's indestructible and uh, has virtually limitless stamina too. Yeah. A lot of magic tricks up his sleeve. You can turn people to cookies and eat them or throw them off the stage. Yes, exactly. So perfect for a perfect teammate. And then we have the return of Android 17. Where 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 has he been since the Cell Saga? Other than Well, like they yeah, because when they were going through like who else is there, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, I think they mentioned Krillin and 18. And then they were like, Oh yeah, the 18 has yeah, 17. And eh, he was strong, was he right? Like, you know, he was a strong Super Saiyan level. Yeah. So he's just been a ranger since so, yeah, but specifically a ranger for some island. So yeah, he has some weird obsession with animals. It's pretty weird. It's pretty specific. And and there was never any of that character at all in Z until what the end of Z. Did we know in the end of Z that he was a park ranger? The most you could say is that he was a drifter. Like he seemed to yes. be some guy in his own. At the end of Boo Saga, he helped gain, uh, uh, give the spirit bomb some energy. He put his hand up and right. He was aware of the events because of uh, I think he he at least because Satan broadcasted to everyone in the universe that they needed energy. Yeah, so no link to animals, but he was clearly some wilderness guy. He was, you know who did have a link to animals that like they didn't don't mention him, bro. Say? Don't mention him. We- sixteen Android oh. sixteen. That was Sixteen's thing that he loved animals. He loved birds specifically. Yep. And you know, and I'm not saying that was Sixteen's thing, and they gave it to Seventeen, but like they could have made it like, oh, you know, in his I, memory, my, my brother Sixteen. Y- y- you know, I consider him my brother. He traveled with me. He protected us, and he loved animals. So I, I took that with me. Poor Android Sixteen. Why they didn't wish him back? 
You gotta ask Toriyama. I don't know. Well, okay, yeah. Once again, but once again, that's but, probably why they don't mention him. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he was like a a weird tortured existence because he didn't necessarily want to exist. He was a son of Jiro. That's, that's a lot. That's of way stuff. too smart. Yeah, but, but Toriyama but, just forgot that <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, but but once again, like. Wouldn't that be just a, a, a better justified storytelling of why 17 carries this with him? So I'm, I'm glad you bring up this point because this little mini saga of recruiting the team excited me. Yes. Because this show is still mediocre as shit. But it seems like they're trying. Yeah. And that's why I liked it. But yeah, that's perfection. Popular. That's perfection telling me that you're going to link 16 and his love for animals and 17 now loves animal for the sake of, you know, 16's memory. That sounds awesome, and I wish the show was that. Yeah. But you can't think that way, Elmer. What? Why you not? You can't. Stop having such that, high expectations. This is a really dumb kid show. I don't think that was even that high of an expectation. It was a very justifiable way. I teared up when you said that shit. <laughs> that, shit was like, that shit was touching. Yeah, all right. But, but no, he just likes animals because he needed to be away from everybody, I guess. But he's specifically living on a single island where I guess some rare ass animals. Yeah. And he's constantly fighting poachers. Yes. And this has made him the level of a god. Because he Goku comes to recruit him, and even though they've never met and they do acknowledge that, which I'm glad they do, they did some research and seventeen has technically never met Goku. Which that reminds me so so like yeah, he 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 like obviously he he, he these poachers just dropped him, like the the guns don't do anything, he catches all of them. In the beginning of this arc, the first episode of Goku. Uh, oh, of, you gotta mention this, bro. Of Go- of uh, no! like right after Goku Black, Goku like I forget why, but people he I think people were trying to rob Goku. Yeah, and he gets hit by a bullet and it bruises his arm. It makes it a little bloody, even. It's and but that wasn't the first time bullets got the best of the Z Warriors in, in Super because Gohan failed to protect Videl from a stray bullet. Mm-hmm. So like, what happened? The first episode of Dragon Ball Z, Raditz, the weakest bad guy in just, Dragon like Ball Z. Like caught a shotgun blast or something? Yeah, just like, yeah, caught a shotgun. Well, well, fuck Raditz. So. How about the first episode of Dragon Ball where Bulma shoots Goku and it doesn't pierce him? Oh, yeah. It just kind of bruises him. Yeah, well. So, so in Super, <laughs> even though he's a level of a god now, even in his base form, if Goku doesn't train for like a week, a bullet can bruise him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks for bringing that shit up. You're welcome. But back to seventeen being crazy. He fights, uh, I think Super Saiyan Goku, and Goku's like, "Nah, I gotta go blue." He goes blue. I hate all of this. It gets worse. That's why I saved Krillin for last. <laughs> but yeah, he turns blue against seventeen. Which in my head, I'm like, "So what is he like using less than one percent of his power against 17? The thing, okay, the, the thing, okay, seventeen and eighteen are two androids their biggest thing which we never really they never really said what they were until really this uh, super where they mentioned that they're just altered on a cellular level so they don't have any like parts other than the bomb that was removed yeah and so they're just superhuman and their power specifically are um they have flight and super strength and all that but they also have limitless energy and that and and their energy cannot be detected. Yes, so which was are- a huge advantage in a battle royal. Right, right. Like he doesn't have to be OD strong. Right, he just outlast Goku. Yeah, he could just be a, energy. a strong. I don't know, like a level two. I would say. Yeah, you could round up eighteen and seventeen to level seventeen two. and eighteen didn't get physically stronger in Z. No, they 
you know, they were non-factors to sell uh, one. Yeah. And then they never got stronger than that. And 18 would fight on par with, like, Super Saiyan Goten and Super Saiyan Trunks. Right. Meaning, like, she's not, like, some person who can get super strong. She just yeah. is her standard strength from Cell. Right. And if you told me they were that strength and they didn't get any stronger, but they didn't get any weaker, that's acceptable. Yeah. But for some reason, they're God level. Well, at least 17 is God level strong. For And, like, if that's the case, where was 17 during Boo when they needed him? Because he was the strongest man on the planet. He was protecting the animals. The animals. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wow, not uh, I've told you my theory of seventeen that Toriyama has a huge hard on for seventeen. Yes, because even in GT, which his character design looks awesome. Sure, yeah, he looks like he's a, cool, a cool looking character. But Toriyama loves Android seventeen. Uh, he's in GT as one of the strongest villains. Well, he loves that face. You know what? He he probably loves that face because uh, uh, the the playable character hero from Dragon Quest and Smash Brothers. Uh, uh, he, he uses that. He draws Ultimate. that face a lot. Yeah, like like it's literally seventeen. <laughs> So uh, what, what, With a sword. what my theory is, the reason he has a hard-on for 17 is because back in the Cell Saga, when Dragon Ball Z was uh, at his peak, yes, that there was a specific editor that worked on Dragon Ball Z with Toriyama that mm-hmm. kind of told Toriyama, he kind of guided the show. He was on the show since the end of Dragon Ball, uh, the Piccolo, King Piccolo Saga. Mm-hmm. He was on there for Saiyan Saga, Frieza Saga, and Cell Saga, which to me... The golden era of Dragon Ball. Those oh, are the, yeah. the best sagas with the coolest fights, and it had that aura of and danger and dread. Great booking. Yeah, great. The best booking. Mm-hmm. And then he left the end of Cell. Now, what what he did to the Cell saga for Toriyama was he saved it because originally Toriyama wanted the old Dr. Jiro android and the clown android. Right, because uh, Future Trunks says there's two androids, and he never tells them what they look like, mm-hmm. and that there's two androids that'll appear this time, and they destroy the world. Yes. Now, and so, those two androids, the yeah. editor took a look at them and is like, are you crazy? Like, you just <laughs> He just fought Frieza. You're going to let an old man and a fat clown be the main villains? I think we mentioned this during Resurrection F, and I'll probably mention it again, but Frieza's design is great. Sick, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he's but he's right. Like the cl- the weird clown mime, like, fat mime, and old man. So this editor is like, no, these characters look ridiculous. You have to make new, cooler characters. People want cool. That's what Dragon Ball Z is. So that's when Toriyama invents the androids, uh, 17, 18, and 16. Way cooler characters than mm-hmm. uh, the old man and the fat clown. Yes. But then he's like, ah, but they're not, the editor's like, they're not really final villains, though. We need a, a more of a monster villain. Yeah, we need a one bad guy. So Toriyama's like, oh, <laughs> fine. Which is why I think Cell doesn't return in Super, because I don't think Toriyama has a love for Cell, really. He was kind of forced to create Cell because the androids weren't cool enough for yeah. the editor. Which, again, kind of saves it, because Cell ends up being Look, a cool level two character. Yeah, I like Cell. Like I, I, People are mixed with him. People love or hate him. I'm one of the people that like him. Well, Toriyama doesn't. Yeah. Toriyama does not like Cell. Well, if he likes Super, then I... So, I don't feel bad But, at but all. the editor's not done yet because we wouldn't have Perfect Cell without that editor because yeah. when he creates Imperfect Cell, oh, yeah. that guy, the editor's like, nah, man, that guy's a creepy-looking skinny guy. Make him make him cooler. Make him more of a monster. So then he turns into level two Cell and he's got the big lips and he's like, that looks ridiculous. <sighs> we need a more refined, cool monster. And then that, It's because he doesn't have a nose. And then he creates Perfect Cell. And what I love about the Cell Saga, I don't want this to turn into a Cell Saga podcast episode, but... I'm going to go into it a little bit that that saga. Here's where I give Toriyama a lot of credit for how much we bash on him for being a, like a silly, silly Billy. Mm-hmm. He somehow got edited so much 
and he still pulled it off because that that saga seemed cool. That saga, like the uh, it's got flaws, but we loved it for sure. Yeah. And, and for someone constantly being corrected, like it actually turned out great. Oh yeah, the concept of uh, Cell wanting to absorb seventeen eighteen to get to the next form it was great. Yeah, that, that's a, that's another layer of storytelling. It was cool booking for a, a dumb action show. Yeah, great perfection. So going back to but that the, editor he you you were saying that so that editor left at the end of cell right and then now like I don't know but but like the only other time we ever see seventeen in a major storyline was super seventeen in GT right from what I've heard I, I have never watched GT. which my theory is that Toriyama expected seventeen to be like the main boss or right had huge plans for him and really he only fights Piccolo in the show in DBZ yeah. God Piccolo Piccolo is strongest so now we're in Dragon Ball Super. And we're going to... I love 17. For some reason, not so much 18. He doesn't like 18, even though 18's 18's, in the Boo saga. I love 18. 18's like... 18 is like this sassy hot girl (laughs) who's like... And we are going to say for another episode, the way Dragon Ball Super, and I guess Toriyama in general, uses women and how he doesn't use them to their full potential. Because I would argue that 18's more popular than 17. It's Toriyama's the one that loves 17. Yeah. So... Why 18 doesn't get this power boost? Because she's a female and it's Toriyama. So, so let's get into it. Because 17 fights blue Goku, and they could have treated it like Goku just turned blue for the sake of trying him out and like he was using nothing of his power. Yeah. But Goku acknowledges that, like, oh, shit, 17, you're a threat. Like, if you were my enemy, Why? this could be bad news. And, like, I had to try. Meaning Goku had to use a certain percentage of his blue energy. Meaning, like, 17 is ridiculously powerful. Why? So on to our next participants, Krillin and Android 18. <laughs> well, really quick. So he's like, I don't want to. He, he gets it. He Another thing, too, in terms of the weird storytelling for, for, for 17, mm. he mentions that he has a wife and kids. Two, ad- two adopted one of them his. Yeah. And we never see him. Goku sees him. He showed him a picture on his cell phone. Now, this is the second time I'm watching this show. And when they said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, but why do I not remember how they even look like? Because he never saw it. Yeah, but they actually show him looking at them on his phone, but they don't even but they show, the, show audience. the audience. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, th- yeah, they don't mean anything. Whatever. What's the purpose of it? Don't know. Do you- What's the payoff for it? It would have been, been cooler if he was just a loner on an island. I would like that more. Yeah. Is, fa- is his family there with him? Regardless. Um, He's never seen his sister since Cell. He kind of gets it out of Goku, I think, that the world, the universe will be destroyed. Yes. Because he's he's a clever guy. And now he cares. Yeah, and so um, because the animals are on this world. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, but he, but he's like, I also can't, you know, I don't necessarily want to leave these animals alone. So Goku says, like, oh, we'll take care of it. You know, someone will take care of it. And then the, that's where they give Goten and Trunks something to do, which I like. I it, it gives them something to do. Like if they're not gonna go anywhere, they're not gonna be in the tournament of power. Yeah, they're gonna take care of Seventeen's island of rare animals. Cool. Yes. Yeah, kid, a bunch of little kids with powers, uh, super strong kids taking on poachers who don't know any better. I, yeah, that that that's great. I would watch that like OVA. Yes. So yeah. So moving on to now, Krillin and Android eighteen have been recruited, but like we were saying, eighteen doesn't get this giant power boost, and doesn't really get much of attention in this no. arc. It's all about Krillin. It's all about Krillin. Actually, Krillin gets a lot find of his, attention. Find his manhood. Yes. Like I would say, after Gohan, and seventeen. Krillin has the most giant push to just be like this main part of the team. Um, and But I like the booking of it. I like okay. that Krillin sparred with Gohan. 
acknowledging to Gohan that, listen, your power is not going to be everything in this tournament. Well, he he oh, fought power. with Goku first. <laughs> and that's what Goku was kind of trying to say, too. Because Gohan was like, I don't know, Krillin. He's going to suck. I All I've seen in my childhood, and I went to Namek with this guy, is this guy dying. Yeah, Gohan actually stops and has imagery in his head <laughs> of like what Krillin would be like in a tournament of power. And it's just him screaming. like, And then he explodes <laughs> from yeah. some beam. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I don't know why he's on the team. So Krillin has created a new move. 100 times solar flare. So it really blinds you. So Gohan gets really blinded. Again. Again. That's <laughs> his thing. And then Krillin gets behind him, kicks him, punches him a couple times, and he and Gohan falls into the water, or he stops himself by flying. But that's it. He's eliminated. He's essentially eliminated from this mini sparring battle royal. Right. Because in the tournament power, as they when they t- said the rules, you can't fly when you're out of bounds. Yes. So Gohan technically got beat by Krillin. Mm-hmm. Without using power, though, just he tricked them. He managed to strategically get them off. He's crafty. He's crafty, which is cool because that was never a thing in Dragon Ball Z. But because this is a battle royal, you could be crafty. The now. only time I, I think I remember Krillin being crafty specifically is when I think, wait, no, maybe that was Goku when he like used a beam and like the jump. I think multiple characters. He did, did use that, that in uh, against the, the in the Saiyan saga. Yeah, but also Krillin at one point was letting Frieza chase him. Uh, this was second form Frieza. Right. And then because he knew he would be healed by Dende. And he used his stealth and his okay. destructo disc. And uh, listen, if, if Krillin has, the, if anybody can be crafty, he's got to be Krillin. I mean, he survived all this time, right? Yeah. So so they book Krillin really well. And then they do stupid booking at the end. They have Krillin fight Goku. And, you know, Krillin versus base Goku again. Krillin's fighting a god. And so for some reason, Goku has to turn Super Saiyan. And now Krillin hides, though. But. Good booking as in a sense of like, Goku, sure. you're going overboard, but Krillin decides to hide. Goku's like, oh, I sense him. He shoots a beam, but then Krillin jumps out of it, throws like five Destructo Discs, and he can guide them now. He can like guide them in the air. Goku's dodging them. And, and then, then blocking them with beams. And blocking them with beams. But then Goku lands and is like, that doesn't work, Krillin. But Krillin, unbeknownst to us, I guess created a Destructo Disc that created a hole under Goku. Mm-hmm. So the ceiling fell from under Goku, and Goku jumped off and almost got eliminated. Krillin's like, I almost beat you, Goku. So you're like, cool. I want to <laughs> yeah. see this in the Tournament of Power. I want to see Krillin tricking much more powerful foes yeah. into fighting him, and then he just tricks him out of the ring. I'm so looking forward to that, because they're, they're setting him up to be this like crafty, uh, experienced guy who just hung out with all these powerful guys, and it pays off at the end. I'm so looking forward to that. And 18's there. And 18's just there watching. <laughs> And then she punches Goku for like. Yeah, she stops one. Goku from. Well, here's the dumbest part. Krillin has a has a, has a beam battle. Yeah, with Goku. With Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Krillin's actually besting him at some point. Yeah. Now, if you're going mathematically, Goku's got to be using zero point zero 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 one two percent of which his is, power. Which is the justification I would give in that Goku like not sure which power to give to to win without killing him. Yes. So he's like, "All right, let me try this." Oh, he's stronger than that. Uh, a little bit more? Yeah, but who's he fooling? Who's <laughs> you think Krillin that's going to make Krillin better is turning blue and making him think that like he has a chance against him? Right. Whatever. It's just to make give Krillin bigger balls, give him sure. some more confidence going to the tournament. But again, uh 18's not doing anything. 18 jumps in at the end and the moral of the story is, "Hey Goku, you almost killed Krillin, but remember this is a, a, a multi-man tournament, yeah, and there's, team, there's teams. Uh, teamwork is going to affect whatever. It's true. She's right. And then Goku's like, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, you dumb idiot. Yeah, you fucking moron, Goku. 
Who else is left? That's it, right? Well, there's one guy who thought he was going to be the last guy to be asked. Let's talk about him. It's going to be Yamcha. Yamcha. He can He's fight. like, oh yeah, he he like overheard and <laughs> he was like, all right, I'll just I'll just, you know, waiting for them to give me the invite. And Yamcha is high off a huge win he got in a filler episode, which I do want to bring up right now. We're going to talk about Yamcha. The baseball episode. Wasn't that fun? Oh, yeah. All the Dragon Balls you guys took on people in baseball. And, and Yamcha was the guy who won it. And Yamcha was the captain. <laughs> and they, they, it was a kind of fucked up, but they did they, they did a callback to when he died from uh, the Cybermen. Yes, Yamcha's playing pretty much baseball of gods. And someone threw a beam at him and destroyed the whole... Uh, diamond the baseball yeah. diamond and everyone thought like oh the game's over like well, someone no, he ruined took the ring before that <laughs> he, oh true true he took he took like a couple hits <laughs> so he was already kind of beat oh yeah vegeta hit him with a baseball <laughs> yeah and then that happened and yeah he he, hit he, he was in the his death pose against the cybermen right but but he landed on, on the home base on the home base they won the game because of yamcha so yamcha's <laughs> living a He's living off that high, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I can't wait till they ask me, cause they're good. They're bound to ask me." Yeah. Spoiler: They never ask Yamcha. Yamcha's not invited to this fucking tournament. Oh. <laughs> but there are two spots left. And unlike the kids, they didn't give him a job to do an important job to do on Earth. Like maybe he could have been with the kids and helped them against the poachers or something. No. No, that poor man. No one cares about <laughs> Yamcha anymore. Hey, he's fine. He's making money with uh, baseball and stuff. He's fine. The next person up would be Tien. Yes, but yeah. These are the last two members. It's Tien and Roshi are invited. And there's right. an episode, which is, Tien is in the title. It's supposed to be the Tien episode. I'm a huge Tien fan. Are you, are you a huge Tien fan? I, nah, not he's, really. He's the quiet, cool guy, even though he's not cool. Ironically, I think I like Yamcha a little slightly better. Yeah, he's got more I was, character. When I was younger. I don't know. I mean, like, I liked his, his design when I was younger. I would much more prefer Tien and Yamcha be in the tournament together yeah. than Roshi and Tien. But whatever. So Tien gets an episode. But it's not his episode. It's the Roshi likes to rape women episode. Yeah. Co-starring Tien, who jobs to Roshi. Um, really quick, uh, because Goku's going around getting these people, they have two days to get everyone. Yes. It's like they forgot that he could do instant transmission. Yeah, he had to like, travel everywhere. Now, traveling to get 17 was the only one that made sense because he can't sense his location. So he has to find coordinates and get there. That's the only one that made sense. But Tien... What do you call? He, I think there was a period where he flew to like like Bulma's with Vegeta or something. He just forgot that you know time's of the essence, and he has got a technique literally called instant transmission, and he just doesn't use any of it. No, he yeah, just flies to places. Whatever. So, anyways, he flies over to to where Tien is. Apparently, he opened up a martial arts dojo. So Tien is still a single man, which is where I would bring up that being a big Tien fan. I think Tien might be gay and doesn't want to come out of the closet. That's fine. He's kind of a loner. He had a, he had a chance to get with Launch. She was hot. Dragon Ball, yes. Just didn't ignored her. Yeah, and yeah, like he's the, a Chaozu all day. Yeah, and then he opens up a yeah, a dojo with a bunch of other like like he they look like Tien. There's a well, bunch of bold monks. Well, yeah, because he his I guess like that's his thing. Like his thing is his style um, was. Chinese based and, and like Shaolin monks. Mm -hmm. But now there's a new girl after him and he still won't, he wants no part of her. Well, yeah. Cause like they knew each other in the past, I guess. And like she, he ignored her when they were younger. He's just ignoring women left and right. Yeah. And then Roshi's after it. Yeah. So he like picked her up. Oh, cause she wanted to get close to Tien to assassinate him. 
but it's complicated. I mean, like it's 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 you know, there's a kid show, so like I think she really does have feelings for him. But isn't that weird that it's a kid show and Roshi still they made him one of the most like that's one of the most rapey spots he ever had. Yeah, he picked up this girl in a geisha outfit, and um, well, no, it's not the most rapey because the one with later on is. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like Roshi spots for some reason are really rapey in this kid show. It supers a kid show. Eh, I mean, like, and they push the rape thing like that's his main characteristic. Well, the Jap- Japan and rape is uh, <laughs> is a whole different thing, but um, but yeah, anyways. So, but, but up until now, Super doesn't have any of that Dragon Ball, and even in Dragon Ball Z, there were some weird uh, molesty scenes of uh, Roshi. Right. Super has none of that, and then committed to it when Roshi <laughs> was back in. Yeah, because that's what people wanted to see. I guess, yeah. I, not, personally, not me. That was a really weird episode. Same here. I mean, it must be our Western eyes that, <laughs> and, and and delicate sensibility, I suppose. But in in actuality, like I I thought, like the comedy of just like a horned up old man was like who was like harmless, sure. But like he, you know, he he had magazines and he like had nosebleeds. That's fine. Yeah. But like, yeah, like he, he try to like put his hands on girls and stuff is weird. Yeah. Anyways. And then like. Well, yeah, just to sum up that episode, Tien just gets his ass kicked by uh, Possessed Roshi. Yeah. Who is not more powerful because he's possessed. No, apparently he's been hiding his power. He's been training off screen. This man is like in his 80s. Yeah. Because he was an old man when he trained Goku and Krillin. But he beats Tien. Roshi's stronger than Tien. Which never was the case. No. He didn't have any action spots in all of Z. Roshi couldn't even compete. He couldn't even fight against Raditz. Or the Cybermen. Right. He, he he was scared. He couldn't... He had to let the young guys take over. Right. But now Roshi has somehow... I mean, if they gave him a storyline of why he was stronger, I, I nope. could kind of swallow it. But, like, they just say he's been training. So, he is now way stronger than, I guess, Tien now. So, yeah. in Tien's episode, he jobs and he does nothing. And at the end, is kind of interested in the girl. So, he's still in the closet. <laughs> but whatever. Good for Tien. He's back on the team. <laughs> okay, yeah. But then to complete Roshi's thing. I would even take Chaozu over over Roshi on the team because, like, Chaozu at least fought in Also, Chaozu can paralyze people. Yeah. So him and, and Tien as a tag team would make sense. Right. Yeah, and ta- and, and their tag team. Like, they, they've been training forever. They've, they, they're, ta- they're a package deal. Yeah, like, the excuse could be Hi, that Chaozu... Because I guess he's popular. That's the only reason. It's like some superficial reason. I guess he is like a very popular. I, I would say this: Roshi's very iconic. Okay, and he's more iconic and memorable than Chaozu. But yeah, storyline wise, because again, we're a podcast about story and characters. If Tian and Chaozu have been off screen for most of Z, yes, they could have been coming up with tag team moves that would that would be perfect for this tournament. Right, but nah, we got to put Roshi in. So it's Roshi and Tian, and to finish Roshi's storyline, Roshi. Instead of giving Tien an actual episode of like why he's meant to be on the team, they just continue with Roshi, where Roshi is just controlling his rape instincts. So there's an episode where Roshi, he oh he goes to Yamcha to ask Puar that I should I I need to master the one thing I can't master. My only weakness is the urge I have to rape women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so. Yamcha, can you ask Puar to turn into a woman so I can control trying to rape Puar? Yeah, and Yamcha's like, why don't you ask, uh, why, why don't you ask, uh, what's the pig's name again? Oolong. Oolong. And Oolong's like, because I got raped by Roshi already. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it won't work. 
we have to assume that. I forgot what he said. Oolong says, like, we can't because we've tried that before and it got, and it got me into awkward situations that I don't want to get into. <laughs> so he was raped. And just, Oolong's just holding that in. Jeez. Poor All man. Right. All right. So, 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 so they stick. And again, it's a kid's show. It's a small shack. Yeah, like on a rooftop. On a rooftop, which screams rape. And Puar is turned into a, to a, a woman. Some hot chick. In like a, the, the Bulma bunny outfit from Dragon Ball. So there's a little bit of sex appeal going on. And Roshi has to control himself, but he's clearly in silhouettes chasing Puar. Yeah, this and then eventually odd. like uh, Puar like hits him with a like a mallet. And I at first I thought like, okay, is Puar gonna turn into these things and then Yamcha's gonna like physically stop the rape from happening? Yeah. But no. He just they they're all like waiting for him to not rape this. It's man. like Super doesn't want me to cheer for Roshi. For yeah. Roshi. Weird. Yep. So now we have our ten man team. But here's the thing. Fapu fell asleep again. Yeah. And he's not waking up anytime soon. He's waking up in two months from now. Also, he got fat he again. He got fat again, <laughs> which it's a shame. I I, I, I was yeah. looking forward to that. Like, it w- I would have accepted that, like, oh, we consider Roshi, but he got knocked out trying to rape Puar. And now there you go. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Roshi could not control himself. Yeah. So, like, that that would be the 10th member that they'd have to drop. But, no, they dropped Majin Buu, easily one of the top five strongest. Yes. And we, we might as well say they have to find someone to replace him. And they only have two hours or three hours at the time. Yes. So Goku's like, let me just go to hell and invite Frieza. So we did miss a, a fight, Elmer. Yeah. It's my favorite fight. I'm going to assume it's your favorite fight in the whole recruitment arc. In the recruitment arc, that, yeah, that sure. we dubbed the recruitment arc. Yes. So now Gohan as Mystic wants to know how strong he is compared to his father, which is, I think, the fight everybody's been waiting for because we never got to see like since the cell arc we never got to see goku versus gohan in a serious anything and now we finally get to see it animated but another thing too because they justify the fight as a as a as a tag team with tn goku versus piccolo and and gohan because they need to justify teamwork right so let's set the mood tn and goku after tn and roshi have just been recruited yeah are just sitting in like a bar or something or some kind of like sushi place yeah and then Gohan and Piccolo just come in. I think it's like a dark night. And mm-hmm. Gohan's just like coming in like a cowboy. And he's just like, Dad, you and me, we got to fight now. And Goku's like, oh, boy. All right, let's do this shit. <laughs> and then, uh, but but they want to they train. So they do start it off as a tag team. It's Tien and Goku for some reason versus Piccolo and Gohan. Because I yeah. guess they've also been training as a team. Uh, right. Piccolo and Gohan. Yeah. It starts off terrible for Tien. Because why is Tien in that fight at all? I have no <laughs> fucking clue. That poor man wasn't even pushed right in his own episode. Yeah. And he's going to be continued not to be pushed right. He, yeah. uh, the fight starts, and Tian, I think, takes- I thought he was pushed correctly. <laughs> you think so? I mean, like, that. How, how he wasn't supposed to do anything. In that part. You're right. Right. But you would think at some point that would make him seem useful. Yeah, like 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 uh, flash a solar flare and, like, uh, open them up for Go- Goku yes. to come in. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. in the whole recruitment arc, is meant to push everybody to remember everybody. Yeah. Tian is not pushed. Tian right. is actually, like, just failing at everything he does. <laughs> Yeah. So the fight starts with Gohan knocking the air out of Tien. Right. And then it's pretty much a tag team match that you're not supposed to take too serious. And then eventually Gohan and Goku are so strong, they're just like, all right, fuck it. You and me one-on-one, dad. Uh, these guys can't hack it. Yeah. This is And and, and throughout the fight, Go, Goku's in base, I think, for most of it, right? Yeah. And then at the some point, turns Super Saiyan. One, yeah. But then Gohan's getting pissed while they're fighting. Yeah. And again, it's an awesome fight. It's like a dark night. And again, the two, at some point, you would think, you would think these two characters would be pushed the strongest before Vegeta comes along in Super. Right. 
but Gohan is just forgotten, and it's nice to see him like fighting on par with his dad. Well, he's the one taking it seriously, and he's even egging Goku on to like turn it on, and, like like don't hold back, and and Goku's just kind of having fun, and, and he's taking hits, but he's not. He obviously he's not blue or 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 no, he's just a super saiyan. And yeah. then like, if you're a DBZ three. fan, I would recommend just watching the fight. Just fucking oh, YouTube great. it. Yeah, it's, it, it's just cool. It's nostalgic. Uh, it's adult Gohan versus adult Goku, and then Gohan pushes his dad a little bit, and then pretty much he knows his dad's holding back, and he's like, Dad, you got to give me everything you got so I know how strong I am. And Mr. Gohan, I think, does best Super Saiyan Goku. Yes. He forces him to two, and then even, like, he's on par with, like, Super Saiyan 2. Yes. And then Goku goes all the fuck out. He doesn't even fight him a blue. He turns blue. Uh, he does turn, at the very end, he does turn blue with Kaioken. Yes, and I think that's what he did. He just turned blue Kaioken and did just one all-out attack on Gohan. Well, Gohan, there was a quote that Gohan said about, you know, like, point, I, yep. I, I furthered Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan 2, and you furthered it even farther with Super Saiyan 3, and I want to go a different path, whatever that means. Yeah, if I remember right, in the Japanese one, or maybe I'm mixing it up with a manga, mm-hmm. but it seems like he's pushing towards his human side, and I guess they're hinting at a new form in a tournament of power, because why else would you drop that? Yeah. But he says, yeah, I'm going to find my own new power, and that's going to be my way. And then Goku, he goes Super Saiyan Blue, Kaioken on top of it, and just does one giant 100% punch at Gohan. Gohan meets him with his own punch, and it's one of those cool, like, Western, like, who shot who? Yep. Even though you know Goku won. Yeah. And then Gohan just faints, and he falls down out of the sky, and Goku's kind of proud. But then Gohan wakes up for a second, like, throws a punch at uh, Goku, but stops. But he still fainted. He did yeah. it unconsciously. Yeah, it's a Japanese thing. And then, uh, but then he drops again, but Goku catches him. And for the first time in probably like 10 years, he has respect <laughs> for Gohan. And he's like, my son. <laughs> Since the Cell Saga. Yeah, this whole time, I've forgotten all about you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, the fight itself was watching. really cool, though. Yeah, it was real yeah. choreographed. It was good action. Now, on to the ending with the Freeze thing. Goku says, let's let's go to hell and get Frieza back. So he talks to Frieza. Frieza's back to his little, like, torture tree thing. Yeah. and Essentially, um, Frieza's hell is heaven. Yeah, and then he t- Goku explains, like, s- the scenario. And uh, Frieza's like, whatever. Like, you know, like, I don't give a shit. Um, I'll fight. But uh, on the stipulation that if we win, then you'll use the wish. Because the winner gets a wish from Dragon, a Super Dragon Ball mm-hmm. that... uh. You know, like, you can just get a wish. So he's like, I'll fight in the tournament uh, representing this universe if you use the wish to wish me back to life. Yes. So Goku's like, yeah, all right, because he's a fucking idiot. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. And so whatever, the, the two, like, like get out. He gets, uh, but, like, he's not that he's wished back to life. He, uh, Baba, fortune teller Baba has him, like, with a halo. So he's dead, but he's back for 24 hours to fight in the tournament. Yeah, which is Dragon Ball Z. So yeah, you got to have a guy with a halo. Sure. Um, which is a weird thing for Frieza to have a halo, but whatever. So Frieza's Well, he's, he's all, he is embarrassed of it. Right. He, Frieza comes back with his, uh, with, uh, you know, they come back to, uh, to Earth, and they get jumped by a bunch of unknown assailants who were from an, un, uh, Separate. But before that happens, when Frieza first arrives, there's a sick spot where Frieza approaches Goku, and Goku thinks he's just going to greet him, and Frieza slips a sucker punch to his stomach, and Goku's like, Aah! and, <laughs> and he's like, like, oops, yeah. my fist slipped, and Goku's like, oh yeah, 
I hate when that happens. And then he punches him back. Yeah, Goku punches Frieza, knocks the air out of him. And he's like, Ugh. Yeah, no, great tension between the two. Yes, yes. So then, yeah, secret assassins come from another universe because they figure, like, if we can kill Frieza, Universe 7 will be disqualified. And at first I thought it was corny that they're bringing Frieza back because it's like it seems like Dragon Ball Z just relies on popular characters instead of just creating original stuff. Yeah. First and foremost, I would like to say that this episode tonally was very different. Yes. They had uh, whoever directed this episode, um, Frieza is given all of the weight of that he is a threat both to like everyone, but also to the characters and their pl- and the plan of the char- of, of the heroes. And every shot that he's in, he's always like smirking and evil. It's always like uh, down, scary looking. down upward shots so that he's like taller and more menacing and a lot better shading too. And the music is like this like ominous, dark, like, like, you know, choir music. It's great. Yeah. And we have talked about how like Dragon Ball Z was very 90s edgy. Mm-hmm. And this show is a kid's show. There's almost no edge on it. Vegeta doesn't have that much edge on him anymore. No. Piccolo's not edgy. But out of nowhere, within one episode, Frieza is like 90s edgy, which <laughs> makes me kill care Goku. Again. Yes, he tried to kill Goku. Like, and tried to betray the universe. Yeah. And even the, even the, the, the other universe was like, don't you have things you want to protect or love in your universe? And he's like, no. Yes. <laughs> he's he's the I most don't. evil guy. Yeah. So it's, it's perfect. Like I love that he's a part of it because now it's like, I just don't trust that guy. It's just yeah. another storyline to have. And... He's probably like on par with Vegeta. He's probably the third strongest. Yes. Well, actually, at the end, um, Goku and Frieza have a quick sparring match, which isn't much of a sparring match, but it's a super well animated. Both of them throw the most powerful punch they have in them yeah. at each other. Because, well, the, the, the stipulation was the first punch would win because they don't have a lot of time left. Yes. And, um, yeah, they just go for a punch and they hit, they simultaneous knockout. Yeah. They both punch each other in the face, they both get knocked out. And Beera says, like, oh, that's, he's kind of Goku's equal. Yeah. So, yeah, Goku, Frieza, and Vegeta probably on a level of their own, and then there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. But but that's the 10-man team. Uh, So, yeah, we'll end this with, there's a lot of what-ifs. We, we could complain about the teams, Roshi being on it. Yeah. Who should have been on the team, really? I said, I my vote was Future Trunks. So, so I, so yeah, Future Trunks is a good one. Arguably one of the more popular characters. He was like, you know, I thought they were bringing him back when they did his arc. And he would have been, you know, he would have co- contributed. And he, and once again, he's different. He's got like whatever, rage Saiyan mode, whatever. Yeah. Stupid spirit sword, whatever. Well, he wouldn't but be allowed least. to use a sword in this tournament. Oh, good point. But still, still cool, still a cool character. He's super powerful. Yeah. And it lets you swallow a little bit better that the fact that Trunks is in little Trunks and Goten aren't going to be in it. You yeah. Got future Trunks. Yeah. Now there's no Trunks. And how cool would it have been to see future Trunks and and like adult like adult Gohan? team up together or like have some spots together yes if someone wrote this well that'd be so cool well i remember remember in brawly one where like both uh trunk future trunks and teen gohan did a masenko at the same time to un- un- brawly i yeah. geeked out at that i yeah. thought that was cool and that would have been a cool little nod so future trunks is definitely a very good pick majin boo like majin boo should have been there who i still would say goten and trunk should have been in it yeah no they would have been great yeah like 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 let's say let's say you know and you know how they could have like like I agree that Goku shouldn't have wanted them on, and and you're telling me that they are allowing fusion. I think it's against the rules, but some some people fuse. There are times where okay. people fuse, and it's kind of like well, even you sneak if, it in. Even if they don't, like they're still 
popular characters. Yeah, and like I don't mind seeing an episode with them. Sure. Because the one thing, you know, I didn't I didn't tell you in advance, Elmer. Huh? I hyped up the Tournament of Power a lot. Yeah, you did. You said it's the best. Because the ending is so fucking good. Yeah. But it's a shit show. It's all over the place. I mean, how bad could it be? It's a battle royale. That sounds like fun. Yeah, so I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I'm going to let you enjoy it. Okay. Now I'm scared. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) This is awful. I mean, is it as bad as uh, Zamasu and Goku Black Future Trunks? I would say it's the best saga. Okay. It's just all over the place. All right. It can't get worse than that. But yeah, like uh, other, like I'd mentioned Cell. I think it would have been nice to have Cell there. I mean, like, I, you're right. I, ultimately, I didn't need that. I mean, Future Trunks, I, I, I can fight for and be like, yeah, no, he should have. And Trunks and Goten, regardless of whether or not they fused, like, would, would have been uh, good writing or good storytelling if, like, Goku was like, nah, they're, they're, too, they're too young. And then, like, whatever, there was, you, you know, like, one of, like, Roshi was... Well, Knocked out, and then there we, we need we need two people, and then they were just the only ones on hand. Here's where I argue against Cell in a booking sense. Sure, I don't think you could have Cell on the team with Frieza on the team. Uh, yeah, you're right. So it's kind of like you could only have one or the other. Yeah, as like the evil guy, because Cell is only evil. At least Fat Boo represents the booze, yeah. but he's the good Boo. And then Cell's kind of just a ripoff of Piccolo. Like he's a copy of other people. So like mm-hmm. you're just gonna see him doing spots that other people are. Not to mention doing. like the regenerating thing Boo's got down. Exactly, and Piccolo's got that. Yeah. It would have made way more sense if they eliminated Roshi, and then you had Majin Buu, Frieza, and the androids, each representing a saga from Dragon Ball Z. Like we, t- we talked t- uh, Tian and Chaozu. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to throw this in. This might be controversial. If Master Roshi can be in the team, fuck Roshi. Why not Chi-Chi? How about Chi-Chi? I think Chi-Chi has more of an excuse to be powerful because she was training Goten in the Buu saga. You're right, yeah. So much so that Goten turned Super Saiyan. Yeah. And Chi-Chi's a fighter. Yeah, it wasn't like like Gohan didn't train with him until later. And then and then Chi-Chi would have cool spots because like she cares about Gohan. Yeah. So and it's the end of the universe. And Goku. I have to enter. <laughs> yeah. It would be even cooler if Goten wanted to enter and Chi-Chi's like, nah, I'm entering because I'm not gonna let my baby boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna enter this tournament and like that would be cool. Yeah. Make yeah. Chi-Chi strong and draw her better. Uh, this sure. old lady thing is stupid. Yeah. And then I think that's that's everybody. I think that's uh everybody that could be in the tournament. Was you're a popo mark and you want popo in it? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, I, but the next name I was gonna say, I mean, I know it takes place after, mm-hmm. but I would have liked Broly to be in there. Well, he can't be in it because there's a girl Broly, which we didn't really mention them in this episode, but they do introduce two new Saiyans. So Kaba, who had already learned Super Saiyan level he's uh the, he's probably the second or third strongest in universe six he's um recruiting some other saiyan which by the way like it just as a reminder these saiyans are skinny yeah they these don't are, got muscles these are kind of skinny yeah. yeah yeah but he's equal to he, his level one is equal to level one vegeta and his base is equal to base vegeta yep so he recruits some like i don't know some like r- wild rough wild girl yes and uh, what was her name khalifa yes so Khalifa, who, um, you know, she's like she's still skinny, some skin, super skinny. I like her hair. Yeah, she's got like brawly hair. Yeah, and so she and she kind of dresses like brawly. Like uh, she's got the purple, the white, and the jewelry. Yeah, so like she it sort of looks like her at least initially, right? She's like a, I guess, leader of some gang. Yeah, she's like a rogue saying. Yeah, but like she seems, and he and he she he very quickly 
shows her what Super Saiyan is and then teaches her how to do it and uh, explains that there's an emotional way to get there, but also he like found his way about like there's a thing on his back, like a feeling in his back. He found a hack. He says like if you could find the tingles in your back. Which fine. You know what? Like this is different Saiyans. Like, you know, like this isn't our Saiyans. Yes and no. Oh. I, w- I want to argue that. Okay. There was a filler episode of 17 going to space of Goku. Uh, right, because uh, space poachers take the this rare um, uh, bull. Yeah, there's a whole episode dedicated to that where at the end 17 is like, all right, I'll join the team now. Fuck that episode. How about not have that episode and have an actual episode where these Saiyans are like fighting some bully Saiyan that Bro, they have to turn Super Saiyan against. I could say fuck you, fuck this episode to a lot of the, <laughs> what, 70, 80 episodes we've watched? Yeah. 90 episodes we've watched? Yeah. yeah, but okay, yeah, you're right. But Tingles in the Back is just so simplistic and it's, yeah, like every, make them fight somebody, just some big monster. Yeah, other yeah. Saiyans and... And then, oh, secret, uh, Broly, they have a secret weapon. They have a Broly girl. Yeah, so there's this other girl, a timid young girl named Kale, who refers to um, Khalifa as, like, her big sister, I guess. Yes. And they're not literally related, but, um, I mean, maybe they are. Who cares? But Kale is, um, she's, like, timid and stuff. And while uh, um, Khalifa immediately gets a grasp on Super Saiyan, she's, like, a prodigy at it. It's a natural. Yeah, she just gets in it really quick, in and out. Um, they, they want to get, uh, Kale to get into it too. And I forgot what the trigger was, but she gets pissed and she literally turns into girl Brawley. Like she's, she looks like Brawley. She has the green energy. Yeah. She's huge physically like Brawley. She's Brawley with with tits and lipstick. Yeah. And she tries to, (laughs) she tries to kill, uh, uh, Kaba. Yes. Because I guess he, she like, he like touched, uh, Khalifa. I think she's like. Maybe she's romantically inclined with uh, with with Khalifa or something. I she don't does know. blush. Yeah, regardless of whether or not she, it's like a, a, a sister thing or a love thing. She feels a strong way towards uh, Khalifa, so that's the only other thing. She's timid normally. She's basically Hulk. Yes. Yeah, she's timid, but then I guess if something happens to Khalifa, she it triggers her to be this berserker, this giant, strong berserker. Yeah. Who they can barely control. All right, Elmer, I think you're ready for for the final saga, the okay. actual tournament I of power. I can't wait for this to be over. You're going to love it. You're going <laughs> to hate it. You're going to love it. And you're going to hate it again. And you're going to love it again. But like I said, this is the, this is the better part of the hand job. Okay. And soon, Elmer, you will All get right, your nut. Well. You're super nut. Well, I'm super chafed. No, because this is bad. It's probably hurting. You're probably blue bowling right now. <laughs> yeah. But we're almost done, Elmer. Next episode, final episode, the Torment of Power. See ya, peoples. Don't we got to do Brawly, too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're right. The final episode is super, but we will do Brawly. Okay. Later, right. folks. <laughs>